0: Hello, my beautiful and handsome peeps, and welcome back to my The Marked by God series podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying the talk so far. So just get comfy and remember, a new beginning starts with you. Let's go. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, hello, my TMBG family, and welcome back to another episode of this podcast. Um, I am hoping that everyone is having a great and awesome few weeks, few months with everything that's been going on. I pray that everyone just stays safe and that they're finding themselves in this time of crisis or I wouldn't even call it a crisis, we'll just say in these time events. Today, I am doing something a little different if you do not hear or if you can hear, I am of course outside on my back patio today. I decided to do an episode outside because it's very beautiful. I wish you guys could see it. it's so beautiful today and I don't know, I just feel like this is influencing me um, as I talk to you guys, it feels more, it's out in the open and I feel like I'm talking to my neighbors that are probably walking by and also just the view of people walking and cars coming and then seeing nature it really influences influences me and just it you know makes me appreciative and humble to know that God is working and all the things that God has done and just seeing the beauty of God's creation so if you hear the background I'm hoping you guys hear the background of like birds and like the buzzing of the bees and yes there are a lot of bees around me and I'm not afraid to be stung by one even though they're getting really close um but yeah, I hope you guys hear just like the nature around. So, yeah. Um, so I want to say thank you to all my listeners, all the uh, my supporters that are tuning in. I am so grateful for you guys. You guys are really, really inspiring me to continue on with this podcast, even though I was really nervous at first, too. Um, do this podcast I am getting more comfortable with you guys now so I'm really grateful for you guys so today we're talking about this question that was really really stuck on my heart Um, and it is uh, is love hard now Today we're really talking about relationships, healthy dating, God, healthy relationships and godly dating. And I know that I've been talking about singleness and things like that. But today I want to, you know, dive into relationships for those people that are in relationships. I'm not going to say I'm giving advice, but just from my experience of my past relationships, the good and the bad, I thought that why not give you guys insight of things just not to do that, you know, can cause a bad relationship or things to like, you know, to work around because there's certain things that I wish I could have done differently or certain things that I wish I could have did in uh, my last relationship or just anything in life in that area. So I just thought, why not talk about relationships instead of singleness? And a little bit of singleness will be added in this, but mainly we're talking about healthy relationships and godly dating. So, um, you guys don't know, I've been, uh, watching, re-watching, um, the uh, relationship goals sermons by Michael Todd Transformation Church. And I've been using it as more of an influence to be able to talk about this episode because I really was, you know, pondering if I should make this episode. And me watching the uh, sermons really influenced me in a way. So I'm like, yeah, why not? So, to the question, is love hard? My answer is very unique okay not really unique but my answer is no love is not hard but i also believe that it just depends to me love is not hard because it's not hard because when you know the creator of love when you know you know the love within yourself and the love that you deserve then no love is not hard but when you don't know the creator of love when you don't know how to love yourself or others or your family or when you don't um know the meaning of love then yes it can be hard because you when you don't know the foundation of that or the source of love how can you you know love others how can you love actually love in a relationship and some people love in a relationship based of, off of movies they've seen not really knowing the deep roots of what love is and through my life I don't know about you guys but throughout my life I've learned that The creator of love is Jesus. It's God. And when you learn that and you really tap into that, you begin to learn that it's true that God is the creator of love. Because when you begin to read your word, like I have been reading my word and I've been really trying to find um, how God is the creator of love. And you just read your word, you really realize that that love is more than just a word. Love is compassion, forgiveness, um, mercy, grace, and Peace. It's just all of those things that, you know, you could probably think of or imagine. And in the Bible, all of those things is what God is. Even through hate, Jesus showed love. Even through, you know, sin and rebellion, God still gave love and mercy and forgiveness. And that's the type of love not only do I want for myself, within myself, for me to give myself. But that's also the type of love that I look for in the relationship forgiveness, mercy, grace, and just compassion, that's the type of love that I seek, and I know that all of us seek for in relationships, and friendships, and family, so like I said, when you begin to like really tap into what love is, who love is, I believe that love will not be hard, and it cannot be hard, especially when you tap into that also, you know, when you learn how to receive love from God, a lot of us can say, you know, I am loved by God, but are you, do you truly know what love from God feels like? We think we do because, you know, of what we see around us. But if you really tap into that, if you really like receive God's love, then you know that you're loved by God. And what I mean by receive, um, a few years ago I was in this relationship. It was not a good relationship. It was a, I I wouldn't say it was a bad relationship, but it wasn't a great relationship. And when I got out of that relationship, I began to receive love from God. And it took me some time. It wasn't easy. It wasn't, you know, just quick and easy. No, it took me some time to actually know and receive love. What I mean by receive is we have to sit back. Sorry for the plane. It's flying oh my, and this bee is behind me, and it's not scaring me. I just don't like hearing the buzzing in my ear. Yep, that's the plane, guys. (laughs) The perks of doing a podcast outside, you hear everything. Yep. And then there's a car with a mattress on it. So, (laughs) anyway, when you begin, how I receive love from God is because I, oh my God, a bee is right in my face. I began to realize that as I sat back, I began to realize that I was missing you know, what it felt like, or the knowing of what it felt like to be loved by God. And as I began to focus on myself and and, and focus on God more, I began to actually receive it and not just know it, but to receive it. I received His grace. I received His mercy. Whenever I would sin, I would still see God working in my life when He could have given up on me. That's true love. When I would turn from Him, I still felt His presence in my breaking times, in my hard times. That's love because He never leaves. He never left us. Like a lot of people in our lives that leave and, and, and that love and that leaves us and that walks out of our lives, we're, we're stunned because we're like, I thought you loved me. How could you? Never hold anyone accountable. Not accountable. Never, you know, put your trust in someone that hard like you should put that trust into God because people unintentionally and at times intentionally disappoint you, but your God could never. So make sure you know what real love is you know feels like from god not only because you know that you're loved by him but you actually receive it take time to you know to like ponder on it take time to be to not like to bask in it and just to feel his love and glory through you take a walk and then you'll be able to receive it when you feel his presence and when you begin to look around you of what all god that has done for you so yeah love is not hard just depends we're talking i'm going to jump into uh godly dating and healthy relationships um someone asked me to talk about this as well but I've always wanted to talk about this because just the growth that I've seen or the difference and the change I've seen in relationships from then to now is just it's, it's been a drastic change from the image of relationships from the complications of relationships from all that relationships have went through I've just, and from what I've been told back in the day of how love and relationships was based off of now, I've really seen a, a a change, good and bad. I feel like a lot of us have lost sight of what relationships or healthy relationships should look like, especially for godly dating. One thing I can say is that you cannot godly date if, you know, you're not dating if you or that person are not equally yoked, because I don't believe in dating a person that does not believe in God a person that you know does not have the same belief in you because how can that relationship function if both of you guys have different sources if both of you guys have different beliefs you want to pray to God and he wants to pray something else and what he prays to might not agree to what you pray to so I really don't believe that that clashes I just believe that when you godly date you have to Make sure that you set boundaries. Make sure that you know you or that other person are on the same page. And for my single piece people, this gives you time to figure that out because you're single, you're building your foundation with God, you're allowing God to lead you to your room to that relationship that's meant for you. For those who are in a relationship, it's never too late for you to find God together. If you guys already both believed in God, but you never heavily took your relationship to God, it's never too late. I don't care what people say. You don't have to break up with them and start over. If you really, truly love that person and you know that person's for you, it's never too late to bring God into your relationship, to bring him into the middle. It's never too late to ask God, hey, you know what? We surrender our relationship to you, whatever you want from us. We want to be a godly example. We want to be led by you. We want to shine bright, our relationship to shine for those who are dating to you know, commit. Who are dating to court, we want to be that example for them and and show them that you know, hey, godly dating is real, you know. So, I believe that you know, when you want a godly date, make sure you're in that person on the same page, as in, you know, relationship wise, where you want that relationship to go, as in, you know, godly wise, as if you believe both believe in God together, how you want God to use your relationship. also with you know where you want the potential you see for this relationship do you want this relationship to to bring glory to God you know I believe that when you're dating especially if you're a heavy spiritual person if you're a believer in God I believe that you should want your relationship to glorify God you should want your relationship when you walk out into the public public you want you should want others to say oh I feel the spirit of God in that relationship. My goodness, I want a relationship like that. I want a relationship that's so heavily devoted by God, so heavily moved by God. And and God, I just feel the presence of God moving through that relationship. And what that may look like is both of you guys declaring God together. Both of you guys not afraid to talk about Jesus in a room of other people both for the, you and that person in that relationship are not afraid to claim God or to say that you read the Bible together. In this generation, when you when you mention that to your significant other, whether it's the guy or the girl, when you mention reading the Bible or if they ask and if they believe in God, to the other person, that's a turn off, which is so sad these days. You know, if you ask someone, do you believe in God? It's either that person turns away from you or like, no, this is too much or the person just doesn't respond because, you know, to them, that may be embarrassing to claim God. You should want a relationship where when you ask someone, do you believe in God? Not only do they say yes, but they go into depth of why they believe in God. They begin to share their story with you, like as uh, like of what God has done for you for them in their life. That to me is so beautiful. That's something that you know I have done in my past relationships or my last relationship. Um, I declare it God. I I I made it a point that God is my middle, He is my focus, He is my you know i trust him and i love him more than i love anything in this world when you meet someone that says or declares that they're gonna love god more than they love you more than they love themselves i that is just something beautiful and wonderful guys my dog is trying to come out here yes sir come on kobe um no he's fine Hi, Tuga. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's me letting my dog out. Um, but, yeah. Um, like I said, you should want your, your relationship to be, you know, to glorify God. And make sure that you look for that. And that starts for my single people and also in relationships. You guys can sit down and be like, hey, I feel like our relationship is not going in the right direction. Can we reroute? Can we retract back to God? And that's if, those, if both of you are willing to sacrifice you know the time and willing to you know sacrifice the image that you that others may see you as in as you know like or the image that you may portray as that cool relationship if you're willing to sacrifice that and say yeah let's retract let's go back to God let's be that relationship that others can see and look at and be like that's a godly relationship and not only for the applause of the outer crowd but for the good job from God I know for me, I've for so long I've been looking for the applause of others I've been looking for the uh the glorified uh um the glorifying Good jobs from other people. But as I spent more time with God and spent more time focusing on myself and my relationship with God, I realized and I know that the only applause that I want is from God. The only good job that I want is from God. As long as it's from him, then I am perfectly fine. And if you can really pinpoint that in your relationship and just be like, we don't care what others may think. We care about what our God thinks. God, what do you want to do through us? If both of you guys can, in that relationship, can go back to God together and be like, hey, God, what's next? I'm so thirsty for your love. I'm thirsty. This relationship is thirsty for your grace, your your mercy, your your praise. What do you want us to do next? If you both can, you know, work together and wanting to accomplish all that God has for you, that relationship can strive far beyond anything. Especially if you allow God into your relationship. When God is in the middle of your relationship, he has the access of all things, not only because he's God, but also because God is the creator of relationships. He created relationships. He created marriage. He created love. If you, I mean like honestly, who wouldn't want the creator of something to be in the middle of, of, of something so beautiful? Because he knows how to work it out. He knows how to turn it around. Not only does he knows, but he already seen what's playing out. He knows what he wants to do in your relationship. So I'd rather allow God to be in the middle of my relationship than to allow any other idol to be in my relationship. If you guys, this is mainly from our relationships because I've experienced this. Some relationships go in with God being the idol. But then as they further get along to the relationship, they take God out of it. They forget about God because they feel like, well, God blessed me into it. Okay, God, we don't need you anymore. That's like a bike with training wheels or, you know, swimming with floaties. You get ahead of yourself. You get in the pool with floaties. You think you can swim because you had the help, you had the the, the you had the um, the ex- assistance. And when you get ahead of yourself, you take off the floaties. You think you can swim. You go for it. you End up drowning or you know having difficulties to get to start swimming, or like riding your bike. Kobe, oh, sorry, it's a bee, Like if you're my dog, <laughs> and he's just peacefully looking out. Like I just do not want this dog to get stoned, but he wants to be out here with me so bad. So. He loves when i do podcast time so but yeah when you um begin to just i almost forgot what i was talking about that is crazy these bees are really making me lose track in the beauty of the scene but maybe i said something different with what i'm saying now but when you begin to allow god if you take like i said the floaties if you take them off ahead of the time that you're supposed to, you end up drowning. With training rules on a bike, if you take the training rules off too fast, because you get so excited, you begin to either fall off the bike. And that's the same with your relationship with God. If you take God from out of the middle of it too soon, that relationship begins to crumble. Things that you're, you go with, the things that you go against in that relationship, you don't know how to handle it because you took the source out, you took the help out. When it comes to relationship, don't take God out of the middle. Continue to allow him to be in the middle, allow him to to release his grace in that relationship, allow him to bless that relationship. Because once he's out of it, things begin to reveal itself, especially in your relationship. When you're in a relationship, all relationship does is expose the other person. It exposes you. It exposes your emotion. It exposes the true you of what you've been hiding from your own self. It exposes And when you have God in your relationship, when you have God in the middle, no matter what your relationship exposes about yourself, with God in the middle of it, that exposure doesn't have to turn out to be messy. It turns out to be, well, I understand, let's make change, let's do something different. And I know that for me, from my experience, like I said, what I did in my last relationship two years ago, I took God from the middle and I idolized the person. That person became my God. The time I spent with him, i That I spent with God first, I took that away, and I spent it with Him. I allowed him to be you know my idol, I allowed him to be you know my focus, and the person that you create to be your focus is what your life surrounds around, and things started to become more chaotic, things became un not really understandable we began to argue some more because I was we were both looking for the source of help and because we placed each other as the idol we were looking from the help from each other we were looking for each other but we were draining each other we were taking the life from each other because no matter what I truly believe that two people in a relationship you don't have enough power or source to keep taking from one another that source that comes from you has to come from something else. And it should have been God. It should be God. With that, with that following also, I feel like I've. when you're in a relationship, don't lose yourself. I feel like a lot of people in relationships go through identity crisis. This I learned from yesterday's sermon with uh, relationship goals. I learned that until you're engaged or married, you're still single. When you're dating, you're still single. When you're single, you're single. And what I liked when he, meant, when he mentioned that was he didn't mean as when you're dating, you're single. He didn't mean it as, you know, you could go talk to other people. Um, he didn't mean it as you can cheat on the person that you're dating, especially when you've been dating that person for like three years. He mean as in the things that you would have done when you're single, as in taking yourself out for brunch, going on a walk by yourself, um, taking yourself out to the movies, out to eat. Taking alone time with yourself, he's, he's saying that that stuff still requires for when you're in a relationship, because if you take those things, that pos- that opportunity, when you take those things, airplane again, ah, bee, Kobe, come inside. It's a bee. He's flying around him. He's not even scared. It's crazy. But when you take that, that opportunity out of your relationship, out of yourself, when you strip that away from yourself when you're in a relationship, you begin to lose yourself. And then that falls into the place of you begin to look for that other person as stability. You begin to look for love in that person. You begin to put that person on a high standard of, well, you need to show me how to love because I don't know how to do that anymore because I took that opportunity away from myself. No, when you're in a relationship, it's okay to still do for yourself of what you did when you were single. Don't take that, that opportunity away from yourself because then you lose who you are and then you look to the other person to build you. you when you get in a relationship, that's not the opportunity for you to look to that person to be your Bob the Builder. He it, he or she is not required to build you up. You should already come with those things with loving yourself knowing what you want desiring what you want for your future you should not look to the other person and think that they will fulfill that hole they will fulfill that they will they will fulfill that gap when you get in a relationship that does not leave you know that space and opportunity for that person to fill a hole in you if you know that you're missing something especially for my single people if you know that you're missing something don't jump into a relationship for that person to find that you know for you to find that within that person like i said when you put trust in a person, they will let you down unintentionally and intentionally. And then when you give that person that power to striple that to to take that love, when you give that power that person that power of, you know, finding your love in them, when they walk away or when you break up, the healing process, the healing process is going to be even more difficult because they took away the power that you were supposed to have within yourself, the power that you give gave them, the power that you should have given God and the power that you should have given yourself within God. So just make sure that you you work on that, especially for my single people and also for my relationship people. You can still work on that. As long as you, when you communicate with that other person and you're just like, hey, I'm gonna take a, like three days off because I have to go back and find God. I'm missing a little something. So I'm gonna take three days off and I'm gonna go find God and I'm gonna go re myself and you do the same. And whatever we both come back with, whatever God gives us, whatever God shows shows us, whatever God blesses us with, I'm gonna come back and share it with you. Because when two people separate, and find God in that separation, even in a relationship, when they go and, and find God and they bring it back, that is so powerful that you that's something powerful that you don't even know about It's because you're get you're you're gaining something from the power source and you're bringing it back to one another to a point where, hey, I learned this from God, and he told me this about myself and about you. let's add this into our relationship that's a godly working relationship. When both of you knowing what you want, when both of you are taking time out to seek God and bring it back together, that's a godly, healthy relationship. And like if if it's one person that's going to find God and the other person's like, well, you go to you, I'm going to go over and do whatever. That is a no-go. That is a red flag for me. Make sure that both of you are taking time out for God. It's never too late to say, well, hey, let's go find God on this end and then we'll share it with each other and we'll find God together. That is you allowing God to work in you. That's you allowing God in the middle and you allowing God as the working source. That's basically for me, that's intentional dating. Dating should be a transportation to a relational target. Especially for if you were dating to court, make sure that you have your agreement. I and and, and for me, I know that my you know goal for relationship is to court. Whenever I get in a relationship again or whenever, whatever happens, whatever God has for me, I want that person to know my attention is to godly date, to date righteously with God, and to date to marry. Because I've been placed, the desire of to be married has been placed on my heart. I know it has not been placed on my heart for no reason. I know that it's been placed on my heart for a reason. So why would I waste that desirement? I'm not going to allow that desirement to, you know, blind me or to block me from my blessings. But I know that God has placed that desire to be married, and I'm going to let that person know, hey, I desire to be married. And what I want from this relationship, I don't want this just to be a five-month relationship. I don't want this just to be a two-month relationship and then it's over. No, I want this to be a, a relationship that lasts until we're married because that's what I want. That's what God wants for me. And, you know, share that with that person. That, you know, give that person that heads up and let them know and say, if you're not ready for that, then I don't think this will work out. I want someone that's ready, someone that is on the same page as me when it comes to that standard or when it comes to that um, agreement. And a lot of people may think, you know, well, you're asking for too much. When it comes to me wanting to godly date or to want to date in God's standard, that's never asking too much. That's knowing my worth. That's knowing what I'm worth. That's me intentionally dating, intentional dating, especially when it comes to when you're on a date with someone, you know, lay that out on the table. Let them know that now. Let them know what you want, what your heart's desires. And also, ladies or guys, that person that you're you're, you're wanting to be with, that person that's meant for you, they don't have to have the same goals or dreams as you. They don't have to have the same business plan as you. As long as that person is is going in a, in a direction that's aligned with yours, a that person that's on the same races as you, that's that person that wants to make change in their life, a person that's seeking God, a person that's you know desiring for God to be in their life and in their business. As long as that person is doing those things that's right by God, then that's all that matters. A lot of us are looking for guys with a better with a high up job and money that's making a lot of money and that has the same business plan as us. That is a that's going into dating blind. You're 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 going in with the blindfolds on. And that's just not okay for me at all. <laughs> that's something that I've learned, that's something that I'm learning um from myself and something that you know, that I'm learning and searching up. Um, I really want to talk about um, your surroundings when it comes to godly dating. Um, What I mean by surroundings, I know that we all know this with friends. Um, Make sure you watch out who you surround your, your, you know, your relationship around. It's either you are around people that knows how to pick fruit. Make sure that you're surrounding your relationship around people that know how to pick fruit. And what I mean about pick fruit, I know that we all know that in the Bible of pick good fruit and not bad fruit. Because if you're bearing good fruit, you're, you know, bearing... I'm sorry for the background music. Oh, my goodness. Yikes. This is just... I might have to add background music to this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. The perks of being outside it's getting louder i am so sorry for this guys if you hear that i'm so sorry um but yeah okay we're just gonna keep talking to block that out um but like i said make sure you're, you're surrounding yourself around people that bear good fruit people that you that you can take from and then that you can give back um i know that um, my last relationship, I was around, um, my relationship was surrounded around people that was not filled with God, that was not godly. And that did not help our relationship at all. There was there were, there were no good advice. There was no, you know, hey, take it to God. Make sure that, or that was with my relationship like two years ago. But make sure that, you know, it's okay to be surrounded around a group of, a group of friends that, you know, influence your relationship in the right path. You know, uh, like I like to believe that when you're in a relationship and you're trying a godly day, you should have accountability partners, people that can hold you accountable for your actions, people that can say, hey, you know, this is wrong. You need to go talk to him or her. You need to bring God into this. If your relationship is surrounded around people that do not want to see you do good, that doesn't want the same thing as you or for your relationship that you want for your relationship, I believe that it begins to, in a way, you know, form your relationship in the wrong way because you're surrounded around people that is like you know hey we'll do this to them out of spite or don't go to god about this it's your decision no be around people that a group of friends that are probably godly dating like you a group of friends that probably go through the same situation as you and that can give the same advice a group of friends is just like hey take this to god or can we pray for you or let's pray about the situation before we talk about it Make sure that's something really Okay, that's really an important thing I want you guys to remember, especially for my people that's dating. If you're dating, make sure that your relationship is around people that are, you know, headed in the same direction that you're heading in. Uh, especially when it comes to godly dating and healthy relationship that, you know, that their end goal is to, like, godly date and to marry. And that gives good advice and that doesn't you know give childish advice let's be real here. let's be real here we've been surrounded around people that has given advice as of like you know well do this to him or her because she did it to you or don't forgive her take time out let her let her sweat you out or let her beg you know when it comes to you know that type of thing i believe you need to you know watch who you surround yourself around when it comes to that but that's about all that I have for you guys today when it comes to healthy dating, godly dating. Um, also, when it comes to healthy dating, communicate. Um, pray to God. Make sure that, you know, at a certain point, make sure you get comfortable with, you, with that other person and your significant, significant other. To say, hey, can we pray together? Can we worship to God together? Can we go to God together after an argument? Make sure that you are, you know, on the same page as that, you know, Who do you you go to when it comes to arguments or who do you go to when it comes to disagreements? And relationships aren't easy. They are not always perfect in rainbows and flowers. They take work, they take time. Don't give up on each other. Please don't give up on each other. Go back to God. Allow God to be in the middle of your relationship. Allow God to be the funder. Allow God to be the source. Because I promise you, when you allow God to be in the middle of your relationship, all things begin to fall into place. I promise you, God will begin to fund for that relationship, for what He wants that relationship to become. Don't give up. Keep fighting. I know that it may seem hard, and you're like, I want to break up with him or her. No, keep fighting, especially if this is the person that you say you love. If you know that you love them, if you're having complications of knowing if you even love them, find out what real love is. Take time for yourself. Go to God and receive love from God. But don't give up. Keep fighting for it. Relationships are not perfect, they're not easy. Make sure you're going to the right people for the advice. Make sure you have probably mentors that can lead you and help guide you. And also make sure that you're going to God. It's going to be complications. Make sure make sure that you and that significant other, you know, are going to God when it's complications or when it's hard. God can do all things. He can turn all things around. He can make change to a lot of things. Oh, and my sisters here. Oh, my beautiful sister. Guys, great news if you have not heard or already known that I am going to be an auntie this is my first nephew ever my sister is bearing the first grandchild for my mom and I'm so excited hey I was so excited and yeah she's pregnant so I mean that was just dropping news for anyone that didn't know I don't know how that correlates to this but that's all that's all that I know that i think of that's all that's just been laying on my heart i just really wanted to talk about this for a uh, few for a past few months and i just never knew how to go about it but i've got the energy the outside is just really pumping me up and just i'm sorry for any background noise any car noises that's the perks of being outside i hope you guys still have the beauty of it i don't care i just love outside and i love doing this podcast outside especially for this quarantine and going around guys stay healthy um stay active be glorified and just find god in every situation my relationship people continue to love each other continue to figure out what love is and to fight and be strong together my single people hang in there don't worry too much about being in a relationship worry about being in a relationship with god worrying about strengthening your relationship with god and building that foundation because i promise you when you're not looking that person will you know be blessed into your life so that's all i have for you guys thank you for my tmbg family for tuning in and listening i'm so appreciative of you guys and i hope you guys liked this episode there's more to come for you all and kobe you want to say something kobe kobe yeah he's not paying me attention i'm sorry (laughs) say bye no okay see you guys peace How'd you like it? Like what? It was been cool? Yeah. All right. You're doing a good job. Yeah. Thank you.